This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ba-da-da! Hadn't done that yet this Ba-da-da-da. week. Ba-da-da. Ba-da-da. I sing this song in wherever I go. The shower. It's everywhere. I mean, Too much information. No, no, it's just everywhere. Welcome back to the program. Gwen and Chris, Matt Scraby, Chris Ello in our Odyssey Palace Studios, Tony Gwynn Jr. and Root. Following a broadcast in Scottsdale this afternoon, the Padres beat the Giants 7-5. to Tony will be joining the show here in the next little while. We are heading towards 6 o'clock, uh, talking a whole bunch of stuff in this hour. Give you a little update on some of the sports headlines on this Tuesday. But the Padres with their victory today. Scraby moving within a game of first place in the Cactus League championship race. I'm ready. Look who's on top of the standings, though. Kansas City Royals, Colorado Rockies, Oakland Athletics. What? Three of the worst franchises in all of baseball. Seriously. And they're atop the spring standings. Goes to show you just how important the Cactus League chase really truly is but uh you want to win this thing you're you're devoted and uh, committed to the uh, i'm not actually coming out with a uh, cactus league title this year they are three and two through five games Uh, fernando tatis jr made his uh, padre debut today spring debut anyway went 0 for two a walk a stolen base a run scored uh manny machado was not in the lineup today but manny did uh, officially uh, sign his 11-year uh, contract extension. Press conference today in Peoria. We talked uh, through uh, both of those items with uh, Bryce Miller of the San Diego Union-Tribune just a little bit ago. Speaking of the uh, UT, Mark Ziegler will be on from Boise, Idaho a little bit later today. Hopefully. hopefully. Around 5 o'clock, hoping to catch up with Mark ahead of tonight's uh, Aztec game. Aztecs uh, taking on Boise State I feel like this is a very important game. I, I The Aztecs have all but locked up the Mountain West Conference championship. Uh, in fact, they've already clinched a share of it. Uh, but they need to win one of their final two games to win the title outright. But I believe they need to win their each of their last two games in order to improve their chances of moving up from a number five or six seed to a number four seed in the NCAA tournament. And I, I don't know if the four is possible Maybe if some other teams lose, but he certainly can get a five if you can win these last two games and then, uh, you know, take care of business in the uh, conference tournament. And I'm telling you, the number six seed just scares me. It scares <laughs> me. Been saying that. I've been saying it, that uh, it was a few years ago that they were six. Syracuse got to play in a play-in game, and then Syracuse trounced them 
in the first round. They also lost a 6-11 matchup to North Carolina State many years ago. So uh, I don't want that six seed. If you got a chance to move up to a five or maybe even a four, uh, that's why I think this is a really important game for the Aztecs tonight. Try to get this one at Boise. It's not going to be easy. We will hear from Scraby shortly that Boise State yes. is actually favored in this game. They are. Uh, a couple of other quick notes to pass along for those just tuning in on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. Uh, Patrick Kane, the maybe the greatest Chicago Blackhawk of them all, has uh, been traded to the New York Rangers. Has what sport been is widely that? Widely expected that Chicago Blackhawks. What sport? That would be uh, hockey. Oh, oh play yes. it on the ice. I'm just and, kidding. Uh, I'm just Kane trying to be a jerk. I know you are. <laughs> You're not trying to be a jerk. You are. A no, jerk. this is a big deal because uh, this guy was he a lifelong Blackhawk? He was a lifelong Blackhawk and uh, won three cups in Chicago. But uh, they are having a rebuild in Chicago, and it was time for him to go. So the New York Rangers have uh, finally officially acquired him. LeBron James, Uh NBA news, he will be out at least two more weeks, probably longer. The uh, Lakers are going to reassess LeBron's injury in a couple of weeks. And uh, they're sitting in the number 12 spot in the Western Conference. Can the Lakers rise to a playoff position without LeBron in the lineup? They have to play at Memphis tonight. It's going to be a difficult task indeed. Some other NBA notes. LaMelo Ball last night suffered a fracture oh, in his yeah, right I saw ankle. That. He is out for the year. Both Ball brothers. Both not, Ball brothers. Not having good years. Yeah, that's a tough deal. And uh, uh, you've already got, uh, yeah, you know, the Chicago Ball. Lonzo. Lonzo. He hasn't played for about two seasons now uh, with the knee injury. And now LaMelo is going to be out the rest of this year. The other news in the NBA, Kevin Durant. Expected to debut for the Phoenix Suns tomorrow against the New Orleans Hornets. So uh, Durant to Phoenix, that's a big deal. It and is. A lot of people ridiculous. think the uh, Suns are going to have a chance to win the NBA title. Why do you think it's ridiculous? I just don't. I, I, you're trading for a guy who, I, never mind. Let's just move forward. It doesn't matter. Okay, Leonard Fournette uh, going to be cut. By the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He asked for uh, it. Fournette so. says that was at his request. It's a little NFL news for you. The uh, Miami Dolphins making Uh-oh. some news because they have yet to pick up the uh, fifth-year option on quarterback Tua Tagovailoa's contract. Dolphins, if they don't pick that option up for twenty-three million dollars or something like that, he would be a lame duck quarterback coming up in his fourth season in Miami. Dolphins still have yet to decide. I I just have that sneaky suspicion, I've said it all along, that if the Dolphins could find a way to finagle Lamar Jackson out of Baltimore, they would. And they want to keep the uh they want to keep that option open. Yeah. Otherwise, why wouldn't they just go ahead and if you're gonna two is your quarterback, just then pay sign him the extension. Mil. Pay him uh, pay him the extension and get ready to go forward with Tua. So we'll see where the Dolphins wind up going. Uh one other quick note. For you, Scraby, I think you'll be happy with this one. All right, let's hear it. The ratings for the first televised live golf tournament oh on my the CW gosh. Network. Do I? Oh, man. They're, they're probably so bad. Awful. Okay. 0.18 household rating on Saturday and Sunday on the CW Network. It was uh, a complete, utter disaster. Uh, said the people representing the live league those numbers actually exceeded our expectations whoa and most importantly they exceeded the expectations of the affiliates 
And our own stations were all thrilled. Wait, the, sure. the affiliates were hoping to get a zero or a a zero, zero point one eight. They were pleased with that. Apparently, I see. I I've looked for this. Yeah. Over the weekend, I watched a little bit of it, yeah. and it it's weird. I, I'm really trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Don't. No, I, I really am because I love golf, and but it's, it's ruining the sport. It's Live not ruining, ruining the sport, the sport. because yes, it's it not going to be around. The... Because it's not going to be around much longer. Well, that's my point. As long as it's not going to be around very much longer, then it won't ruin the sport entirely. But if it keeps on going, golf is going to be splintered. I mean, Greg Norman is 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 singing the praises that this is the best thing that's ever happened to golf. Yeah, and, well, and, what and is he supposed to do? Hemorrhaging money. He's probably getting paid hundreds of millions no, of is. dollars just to say the things that he's saying. All right, speaking of money like that, let's win some and do our daily gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. And we only had a couple bets that we did yesterday, so we'll get into those right now. Remind everybody to gamble responsibly. Thank you. I and let me ask that. you this question. Yes, sir. Would it be a responsible bet okay. to throw down a $10 bill on the San Diego State Aztecs football team to win next year's national championship. A $10 bet? I think that's fine. Do you know how much it would pay? It has to be a lot because no what group of yeah, I mean, no group of, or power that's whatever. The reason that I don't think it would be intelligent, you would get paid $50,000 if the Aztecs for 10 bucks they've would win never the made the championship. That's the problem. They have no chance to actually win that. You should be you should they should not even offer that. It's bet. like betting on me to win the Boston Marathon. I'm not going to be running in the event. <laughs> the Aztecs really aren't running in the event to win the National Football Championship. Technically they That's could. That's why I mean, college football still stinks until it, they get a playoff. I agree. In place. I agree but they technically the Aztecs can win the National Championship. Technically They'd have to go, what, 13-0, and win every game by 30 points. Yeah. Just to be considered for the playoff. No, you're right. They would. So I think that $10 would be wasted. It would be, but $10 is not as bad as, say, $5,000. To win fifty grand. That's a lot. The Aztecs, hey, I'm just happy they're on the board. That's true. Like, I mean, they listed them here. Yeah. Georgia is the favorite, by the way, at plus 240. You still make some good money on that one. Title. Double your money on Georgia. For our bets last night. Yes. We took uh we did North Carolina at Florida State. North Carolina, eight point favorites in the game. Chris, you and Tony took North Carolina. I took Florida State. North Carolina won by eleven, so I lose. You lost. Yeah. And I am uh I am getting more and more concerned that North Carolina is gonna get in the NCAA tournament and you know what they're gonna be seated? What? Eleven. 
And guess who the They're 11 matches face, up with? Oh, Chris is really afraid of this. I'm totally nervous about this. I'm telling you, the 11 seeds are dangerous in the NCAA tournament, especially if that 11 seed is named North Carolina. And you know that the Azte- you know the luck of the Aztecs. They'll get put in the same region as a six seed, and they'll be playing North Carolina in the first round. And I'll be like, huh. You mean you played this great season just to match up with the preseason number one team in the first round of the NCAA tournament? Chris, you want to know something I learned in AA way back when? What did you I'm learn? I'm a recovering alcoholic. Uh, don't stress about the future. About don't stress over you things have that no haven't control, happened yet. Haven't happened, nor do you have any control over them. Yeah, but I'm stressing about this. I know you are. I, I, I just, know you are. That's why I want the Aztecs to win tonight. Get out of that number six spot, then you don't have to worry about the likes of North Carolina. All right, the other one was a parlay uh, of plus 647, three legs here, and we needed the Heat to win, plus six. They did. They won the game outright, 101-99. But we also needed Jimmy Butler to score 25 points. He only scored 23, Ah. so parlay is dead. Dead in the water. I went for the parlay, and uh, the one thing I was concerned about was Miami – Winning the spread plus six points. Well, you that were. one actually came true. That was the only one that came the true. The other two did not come Tobias true. Tobias Harris was needed over one and a half made threes. He had zero. He didn't make any. No. So we really failed on that one. All right. Uh, San Diego State and Boise State, as we said before we got into the Daily Gambit. Boise State actually favored by two and a half points, Chris. Yeah. Well, I, I understand it because Boise State's very good at home. Uh, and look... We've talked about this all year. Winning Mountain West Conference games on the road, a very difficult thing to do. And that's why the Aztecs have been so impressive. They've only lost one road game in conference play. That was at Nevada. This is their final road game of the year. I mean, you know, I just think there's a lot at stake for San Diego State tonight. Boise State's looking for some payback. And Boise State needs a win to secure their place in the NCAA tournament. This is going to be really tough for the Aztecs. I'm hoping they can pull it off. I'm obviously going to take them plus the two and a half points, but I wouldn't bet a whole ton on this. I'm also going to take the Aztecs. I feel like that buzzer beater has just launched them. They, they've just seem, seemingly gotten better and better as of late. Well, they've won six in a row, and uh, you'd like to keep the, the good times rolling. <laughs> there it is. We say on this I show mean, maybe now. I need to pull that forever. You better pull that forever, yeah. Uh, the other game that we're going to talk about here is Kansas at home to Texas Tech. Kansas are eight and a half point favorites in this game. Now I did a lot Kansas of research. Kansas is a is yeah. Kansas a, is a singular are thing. A they are Kansas. Kansas is, is. is eight and a half point favorite. I don't yeah, see that's correct. That sounds weird to me. That's correct. That is accurate. Okay, Kansas, I'm sure we have some English Kansas lit teachers out Kansas there. Kansas is an it. The Jayhawks are a they. So you would say the Jayhawks, so the Jayhawks are, are an eight-point favorite, but Kansas is an eight-point favorite. You know, there's a reason I didn't like English in This that is why in I'm school. giving you your little geography, your, uh, well, geography Ka- lesson. Kansas Grammar is, lesson today. Kansas is eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Let's see, that sounds so weird, but they're eight-and-a-half-point favorites okay. over Texas Tech. I've yeah. done some research on this. Well, can, well what, what, research, what did your research tell you? I looked you? at the records. You did. Right. Texas Tech is like sixteen and thirteen, but I will say all the all the different publications that I visit online yeah. say to take Texas Tech plus eight and a half. So I'm going to do it. 
All right, I'm going to take Kansas here for one reason. They are gearing up for the tournament, and they're at home, and they're starting to play well. They had their uh, they had their middle of the season a slump, yeah. but that's over now. Okay. So I look for Kansas to blow them out tonight. They'll win by more than eight. All right, last one. Our our Kansas or or the sauce is Tony. It's not our Kansas. It's the sauce. Yeah, I forgot for a second. Come on, it's the sauce. We haven't said the sauce in forever. No, the Arkansas. The Arkansas. They are in or at Tennessee. Tennessee five and a half point favorites in this game. Uh, I'll go first again on this one. Tennessee. Last time I bet against them, they made me look really stupid. So I'm going to take them at home. Going to take them at home. They are tough at home. Arkansas blew a lead at Alabama the other day in a game I wish they would have won. <laughs> we'll talk more about yes. Alabama's sticky situation as the program goes on. But I'm going to go with my guy, Eric Musselman, here. You don't like him. I don't. But I like the Arkansas team. Remember, they beat the Aztecs that overtime game back in the Maui tournament. I still think Arkansas is going to be troublesome in the NCAA tournament. But they need a signature win here to secure a good spot. So I think this might be a might be an opportunity for Arkansas to pull off the upset. I'll take them plus the points. All right. That's All right. it for the Daily Gambit. There's our Daily Gambit for the day. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture. Bob's Discount Furniture. It's home of the world-famous Bobapedic Mattresses. World famous. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> I, I know always, where I knew what I was, was going to kick on. out a world famous because I'm pretty sure that in the Sudan, oh, just keep going. They don't know about Bobapedic mattresses. You don't know that. However, they might because with all the comfort and quality of a national mattress brand for half the price, no matter your budget, there is a Bobapedic memory foam hybrid or hybrid plus mattress for you. Check them out at my Bob's. Dot com. Dot com. All right. There we have that. We have a check of traffic coming up. Then more Gwen and Chris on the way with Tony on his way. Stick around. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Back here in the Odyssey Palace, Chris and I are here. I'm Scraby. Tony Gwynn Jr. on his way from Scottsdale to his apartment in Peoria. So we are apartment. still... Apartment? 
Oh, I'm sorry. The palatial estate. Mansion. The palatial estate. Tony Gwynn Jr. Mansion. lives in a mansion in Peoria. He does. I forgot. I, you know what? Why isn't his helicopter taking him from Scottsdale yes, to Yes, he should be uh, skipping over all the traffic. He definitely should be skipping over all the traffic. You yeah. know what? We're going to have to take this up with Adam. Now, he doesn't have his helicopter ready for him. Anyway. I'm a little surprised because Tony's used... Remember, remember, Tony Gwynn Jr. at this year's Fan Fest had... Uh, Security taking him around. He, he did. He had, he had an entourage. <laughs> he did taking him through all of the folks there at the fan fest. And and, that, and then he tried to downplay it, say no, it wasn't really security. It was just a guy kind of showing me where to go. I heard he was actually in like the Pope mobile where he was waving to everyone <laughs> with like a glass over him. That's he what is, I heard. Uh, he's Pope mobile worthy. He that's is sure. Pope mobile worthy. Yes, he is. Man. We need to talk to him about this. He needs a helicopter and he needs a, a like a, a police escort from wherever he's going. Yes, he does. Anyway, to a serious subject here. Uh, we talked to Chris mentioned it last segment, but Alabama basketball is they're they're in a dilly of a pickle, as I would say, because it's it's gone from bad to worse in my opinion. The head coach of the team, Nate Oates, he took blame today um, for a pregame introduction. And this happened on Saturday, and I'm just hearing about it today. But Brandon Miller, who was involved in that shooting and, and involved in all of that we talked about last week. Was he truly involved in the shooting, though? I'm, I'm okay, playing, you're right. I'm no. playing devil's advocate here. Brandon Miller was involved in the situation that Alabama was in. He's linked to the shooting. Link, There's links. certainly no question he's linked to it. Yeah. Uh, I think it depends on how you look at the situation as to whether or not he's involved in it. Okay, thank you he for saying that. He brought the gun to a teammate. Mm-hmm. The teammate took the gun, gave it to another person who shot and killed a young lady. Yes, and and the lawyer for Brandon Miller is saying that he was not aware that the gun was under a pile of clothes, and he d- was not aware. Well, he of was certainly was... aware it was under a pile of clothes when he received a text. Yeah, I know. That said, this is Please weird. Bring my joint, referring to the gun, and Brandon Miller. Did bring the gun inside the car. Side note: I would to have his brought. Teammate. I would have brought his teammate something completely different. I know you. Would. <laughs> All right, so I know I'm trying to make a joke because this is a serious story. But it is on Saturday. I, it, it's serious enough that a lot of people are pretty upset with. And this I am thing. one of those people because on Saturday during the introductions for the game before the game with Arkansas, Alabama forward Brandon Miller was pat down like. Like you, like you, a, a police officer would, or someone in an airport would. His teammate, his teammate, as he was Adam being Cottrell. introduced, yeah. as he was being introduced, his teammate patted him down, uh, a la a criminal suspect. Yes, and then uh, here's what Nate sent him said. out onto the court. A lot of people really took that the wrong way based on everything that's going on right now. And I also have to say, all of the stuff that we're saying about Brandon Miller is allegedly, okay? Allegedly. But this is what Nate Oates said. He said, this situation is on me. Because many people are mad, like, hey, there's a there's a young woman who lost her life. You guys are on the court doing a pat-down. After the game, they said it was a TSA cele- like a TSA pat-down, which I don't understand what that even means. But Nate Oates says, we addressed as a team, and as soon as I brought it up to them, they immediately understood how it could be interpreted, and we all felt awful about it. They explained to me that it's like a- when TSA checks you before you get on the plane, and now Brandon's cleared for takeoff. We, as the adults in the room, should have been more sensitive to how it could have been interpreted. I dropped the ball. That's it. I dropped the ball on it. We've addressed it. I can assure you that it won't happen again. Well, I got to say, this 
Brandon, you're not accepting the apology. I'm not accepting the apology. Nate Oates has proven to me he does not care about this situation because if he was aware of this going into it or knew that this may have happened and he didn't stop it, that is a bad look. And I am not a Nate Oates fan after this. I'm not a Brandon Miller fan after this. It is a terrible look for him to come out, get patted down like it was nothing. And the family of this young woman is saying that Alabama has handled this so poorly. And I agree with the family of the young woman because it doesn't seem like they care at all what happened here. The loss of life is something that uh, Alabama seems to not be taking as seriously as they should. Uh, Nate Oates said we should have been more sensitive to how this could have been interpreted, the pat down. But he also should be more insensitive to how this is being interpreted just in general, yeah. that Brandon Miller is playing. Whether or not Brandon Miller did anything wrong in your mind, or whether or not he's just the victim of being in the wrong place at the wrong time, it is interpreted by many that Alabama just doesn't care about the loss of the life of this young lady and is flaunting Brandon Miller by putting him in the starting lineup game after game after game in the wake of this incident. That is the interpretation and the way a lot of people are looking at it. So I find it interesting that Nate Oates says we should be more sensitive to how this could have been interpreted when he's not being sensitive to how the whole idea of Brandon Miller even playing is being interpreted. These guys need to have a little better read on the situation. And Alabama... Unfortunately, this has now taken over the spotlight of their entire season. This is the number two ranked team in the nation. Brandon Miller is one of the top players, prospects for next year's NBA draft, probably going to be a top five pick. And the fact of the matter is he may not have done anything wrong. However, the other fact is, and the interpretation from a lot of people is, that he is linked to the death of a young lady And as such, until all of the facts come out, until all of this is checked out, he probably shouldn't be running out on the court to the adulation of cheers in an NCAA college basketball game. And just do something so stupid. And I I know I'm using hard words for this, but I I was very bothered by this when I found out about it. You would think that the last thing he'd want to do... Draw attention to draw it. attention to himself as he's being introduced before the game Saturday, but instead of just slinking his way out onto the court, he went through this wild pat down situation yeah. with a teammate patting him down. Most of us interpreted that to mean it only means one thing to me. Yeah, you're a criminal. Yeah, or the police are doing it, or, oh, they're looking for something on me, but they didn't find anything. I just, I'm so out on this team. I'm so out on Brandon Miller. This is how, this is how athletes, in my opinion, this is all my opinion, but this is how athletes learn they can get away with everything, anything. And I'm not saying Brandon Miller did anything, but the actions that he's showing here tells me he just doesn't get it. Well, before the pat-down situation, Nate Oates, the coach at Alabama, said, I think we are doing the right thing in this case. So, well, that's the coach's feeling. Uh, Me, you, and a lot of other people feel like Alabama is doing the wrong thing here.
But there are many who think what they're doing is just fine. The pat-down, I'm pretty sure everybody agrees, was just a really, really bad idea by a couple of kids that just don't have a good feel for this situation. Yeah, I could. The coach, yeah. though, ought to know better, and he doesn't appear to. When they started him, and we had that de- the the debate about that last week, uh, I, I I could handle that, but this just put me over the edge, and this just tells me everything I need to know about the situation. Yeah, there's still a lot of uncertainty surrounding this whole thing, and there's uncertainty surrounding his potential slash alleged involvement in this. Uh, former teammates homicide investigation with that just shouldn't be playing it's not the right move by alabama yet it continues all right scraby yes uh, i also have a tweet uh, now to make it a light-hearted subject chris about uh, gavin lux and... well let's get to that later okay this, this right. is separate okay we'll sorry. get to that light-hearted tweet all right in a moment we'll recap what i said about gavin lux sounds good All right. And we'll do that when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. Seems as if everybody's in a hurry to finish up their sporting events. Trying to go faster. Faster. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. En route. Not by way of helicopter, unfortunately. Yeah. But by way of uh, very uh, Slow difficult, traffic. snarled traffic <laughs> in the Phoenix area. He's trying to get from uh, Scottsdale all the way across town. Scottsdale's in the southeast part of Phoenix. Peoria's in the northwest portion of Phoenix. So it's about as far as you can drive, and it takes forever. But as soon as he's uh, back at his palatial estate, <laughs> he will join the program. Uh, coming up on the show, Chris versus the fans at 4 o'clock, Big Five at 4.30. Mark Ziegler, San Diego Union Tribune, hopefully catching up with him in the 5 o'clock hour. Ahead of tonight's very important ball game between the San Diego State Aztecs and the Boise State Broncos. Did you see this, Scraby? What? College football leaders. I use that term loosely. <laughs> I don't know who really leads college football. But whoever they are, those folks who lead college football, are meeting this week in Indianapolis. They're considering rules changes that could shorten game times. College football games lasted on average three hours and 21 minutes a year ago. That's just on average. That is a long game. That means a lot of games lasted a whole lot longer than that. Yeah. And... NCAA college football people are saying maybe it's time we speed up our game. The big rule change under consideration includes running the clock after a first down. Were you here last week when we talked about this? Yes, I was. Okay, good. And uh, now college football is apparently going to very uh, seriously consider doing that, except for in the last two minutes of either half. They want to keep the college tradition of the clock stopping after a first down for the final two minutes of a half. That makes sense to me, though, that's because that's the that's the, the, the crunch time of the game. Yeah. Or maybe and, just the, la- the and second college half. kids still aren't quite as good as pros. True. Right? College kids only need to get one foot in bounds rather than two. 
allow college teams to stop the clock in the last two minutes. But I don't think you have to stop the clock the rest of the game. I think this is a very easy rule to change. And I can't believe I've come around to really wanting games to go faster. I used to be a big proponent I'm kind of, of shocked what by is this the too. big hurry. I'm shocked by this too, Chris. But now I'm getting older. I have less time left. Okay. And I, is that why? <laughs> yes. I need to move on to the next activity. When you're on your deathbed, you're going to be counting up all those uh, right. blowout games you watched over the I years? I watched the, the, those extra college football games that took minutes off my life. <laughs> so anyway, keep uh, that in mind that it's very possible that college football will eradicate stopping the clock after a first down is awarded. They're also saying that it's except in save, the last 2 minutes of each half. Yeah, they're also saying that's going to be it's going to save about 18 to 20 plays on average during during a game so that that's 18 to 20 plays that people aren't exposing their heads to bad injury. Well, I I you know what's interesting to me? You don't care though, about that part. Oh, I totally care oh, about okay. that part. Right. Yes, I do. But they don't care about that part. Oh, the NCAA. They just care about getting the game over a little bit quicker. You know, it is one of the things that really annoys me is this notion that a college football game only takes three hours. It doesn't. Because when they get to one of those Saturdays on, like, I don't know, CBS Sports Network or FS1 or Mm, one of those I know where you're going. The Aztec game starts at 2 o'clock. But the game before that started at 11 o'clock is never over. Yeah, it's true. And so you miss the first part of the game that you really want to see. That's a good point. And I think that's part of the problem. The same thing happens in college basketball. The Aztecs play at 6 o'clock tonight. There's probably a game on CBS Sports Network at 4 o'clock that will go to triple overtime, therefore not allowing us to start watching the Aztec game on time. Yeah, so that is a really good to, point. That is something I think that they need to look at. Of course, we know baseball is the most obvious one of the sports that is trying to speed things up, and so far, so good. It's been a dramatic change. Really like, has been 23 minutes on average shorter for the first handful of spring training games. That is so dramatic. it's having quite the desired effect, and then some. Here's some other potpourri news for you. The folks at the Holiday Bowl here in San Diego have come up with a new event for all of us to attend next Thanksgiving. I'll tell you what it is after we check a little traffic. (laughs) After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest.
Yes, next Thanksgiving, all of you will have something else to do with your sports time. Here in San Diego, the Holiday Bowl folks are putting together a college basketball four-team tournament to be played on Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving, starting in 2023. That's actually this year, but next season. They're going to call it the Rady Children's Invitational. The four teams for the inaugural event were announced today. The four teams coming to San Diego for the first Rady's Children's Invitational this coming Thanksgiving. Iowa. Ooh, Fran McCaffrey. Fran McCaffrey. Look out for him. Oklahoma. That's a big name. Big name. Not a great team. They're in last place in the Big 12 right now. Who knows what happens next year? That's right. Seton Hall. Okay. And the local flavor, USC, the Trojans. Some some big name schools there. Pretty good names. Yeah, pretty good names. Not bad for your first tournament. No, not right? at all. You're not going to probably get the Kansases and the North Carolinas and Michigan States in your first tournament. But I think the fact that the Holiday Bowl, people are putting this together, I think it's a good thing. They're going to raise, get some money for Rady's Children's Hospital here in town. I'm sure some of the proceeds will go to that. And uh, we'll have another, we'll have a college basketball tournament. Look, the Aztecs don't host one. USD doesn't host one. The Aztecs go elsewhere at around that time of year. Oh, is right? it going to be at Viejas? No. Uh, well, that's a good question. I don't know where they're going to play it. Thank you for uh, bringing that to my attention. It's not on the aircraft carrier. I didn't hear that. Okay. I didn't hear where they were going to play it. But thank you for bringing that no to my problem. attention. we got to find out. I will effort to find that out. Okay. Adam Klug is a Holiday Bowl red he coat. He should have him. some information. He's probably listening to the show right now, and he will text the information to us shortly. One other potpourri note from today. Kind of an odd sight in Bradenton, Florida. Hmm. That is not the home of Braden Supranant. I was just that about is to just say. Bradenton, Florida. The Baltimore Orioles and Pittsburgh Pirates played their spring training game today without any umpires in the bottom of the ninth inning. Here's what happened. The Pirates, who were the home team, were leading 7-4 to four after eight and a half innings. So in, in an official manner, the game was over. Yeah. But this being spring training, the Orioles and Pirates wanted to play another half inning. They wanted to get another pitcher some work. So they decided, let's go ahead and play another half inning. I guess they asked the umpires to hang around, and the umpires said no. I can't believe that. They well, just were like, I'm done. They I'm just out. left. I, the, my job is over. <laughs> they left. Game was officially over. So with the umpires gone, the balls and strikes were called by the catcher. Maverick Hanley, a non-roster invitee, was the guy calling balls and strikes. What's up with these umpires? I mean, really? <laughs> I, I, it's an extra half an inning. Hey. Would it kill you? Hey, they got to be somewhere. Where? I don't know. Dinner or something. Yeah. I, this seemed like I love of, this because it's not every day you get to see this, and it's kind of cool that professional baseball players are kind of playing some sort of sandlot for a second. They were playing some sandlot. We used to play many games without umpires. Spring, you know, not spring training, but college. Yeah. Before the season would start, you'd just have an inner squad game, and the catcher would call balls and strikes. How often would that end up in arguments? Never. Really? Hardly ever. That's I mean, crazy to me. You know, if it was a pitch was close, you better be swinging. 
You know, simple as that. Just make sure you're swinging. You don't have to worry about it. It's different these days. Baseball umpires be better be careful. They're already potentially on their way out with the advent of the robo umps. Yeah, why are so you? So don't take yourself off the field. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And make it obvious to all of us that we don't need you. Rob Manfred's sitting there. He's like, well, if they don't want to be there, why don't we just get this robo up thing faster? Get rid of them. Or the ABS. Automated balls and strikes. Automated balls and strikes. Automated. Manny, automated. Thank you. Manny Machado finalizes 11-year, $350 million deal. As you know today, Fernando Tatis Jr. made his spring debut today. He went 0 for 2 with a walk, a stolen base, and a run scored. Padres beat the Giants 7 to 5 was the final today. Good day for Jay Cronenworth. He had a double, a triple, and an RBI. Good day for David Dahl, who hit a three-run homer in the bottom of the first inning. I tell you, David Dahl was a pretty decent ball player, but it was for Colorado, and it was a few years ago. And I just wonder if he can get back to anywhere near what he did previously with the Rockies, because if he can, this is a guy, you know, that isn't too shabby. He's a high draft pick, average, I think. average, 15 home runs, 20 and 2019. That's pretty good. It's not too bad. I mean, he's, you know, he's not an everyday outfielder, but he could play some right field for you until Fernando Tatis Jr. comes back. Be a pretty potent bat off the bench. I think a lot of people feel like even Adam Engel's probably going to win that last available outfielder's job. I haven't heard too much about him so far. Well, because he's been hurt. You haven't heard anything about him yet. Yeah, but no uh, like updates or... Yeah, as soon as Adam Engel comes back, he's probably the better defender, probably a little more speed, probably a little bit more of the pinch runner type guy that can do those kinds of things. But um, that's why I think people are favoring Adam Engel to win that last available outfielder's job. But I wouldn't completely look past David Dahl. I think he's got a chance. And he had a three-run homer today, his first home run of the spring. I have an answer on where it's being held. Where is the Rady's Children's Invitational inaugural basketball, college basketball tournament being held? It's not the official title, but Lion Tree Arena at UC San Diego. All right. There we go. So we got our answer. Lion Tree Arena at UC San... used to be Remac Arena. Yes, it did. I believe at UC San Diego. I had a friend that went to UCSD, and we always talked about Remac. You always talked about Remac. I never went to Remac, but... I think I made a couple of trips to Remac in my day. Best of luck to all of the kids that qualified for the uh, high school state basketball playoffs, which begin tonight and tomorrow. Uh, St. Saints is the number, I think they're the number four seed in the open division tournament for Southern California. Um, There are many, many other schools who won San Diego section championships that are getting ready to participate in the state playoffs. Wish all those kids the very best. Um, You don't have to worry about me. You're not reffing them? I'm not reffing how do you get the state, state playoff. playoff referee? I John? gotta be better at kissing behind. <laughs> I, Would you just, want to? No, that's just what I no, want. No, to no, 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 no. Would I want to kiss behind? No, no, no. no that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> no. But do do you want to ref those big games? Why not? Yeah, I, I mean guess that's what you do fun. it for. Yeah. I mean, you, you do it. I mean, I got to do a a section championship game last week, and it was very, very enjoyable. 
Santana against uh, our friends at uh, Classical Academy. I can't believe how many times Classical Academy Classical has come Academy up on this pops show. Pops up on this show quite a bit. It's uh, insane. Yeah, they played a great game. Triple overtime. Wow, you didn't walk off in the middle. I know. I should have been like a baseball umpire. What? You need me to referee overtime? Forget it. You're you're I'm out, out of here. They're not paying you the. Uh, That's right. I'm not overtime. getting extra money to get yeah. to to do overtime. It's the same fee for a three overtime game as it is for a regulation game. You're right, Scraby. I should have done a la the Major League Baseball umps and gone home. <laughs> one, one thing I hated when I played pickup basketball a lot in college was calling your own fouls because it's like if you call a foul, you're kind of a wimp unless it's like a really hard foul. And then there are those guys that don't ever call fouls. Well, or, you're supposed or, or to call re- too many fouls. You're supposed to really call fouls on yourself. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. You're that's right. what you're looking for in yes. a pickup basketball game. But people yeah, that's that what are, I meant. That are honest, and if you foul somebody, you say, "Hey, I fouled you." Yeah, but there are but guys. But a lot of that, guys don't do that. They do not. And do then that. the other player has to go. Oh, you fouled me, and then I did not. And then yeah, it's a bit of an issue. It is a bit of. an I do issue. remember one time in a pickup basketball game, and we should get Tony's take on this because he plays more pickup basketball than the rest of us. Um. I stepped in to take a charge against a guy in a pickup basketball game. Were your feet set? And I'm pretty sure my feet were set and the whole thing, and he ran me over and he looked down at me and he said, don't even be calling a charge foul in a pickup game, pal. Why not? Yeah, I know you're not supposed to, but Well, still. there you go. You're not supposed to, so don't step in and take a charge in a But what's so game. weird about that is if it was a real game, he would have been called with a foul. But it's not a real game, so you're not supposed to you step know what, in I'm and try gonna, to take a charge. I'm going to call foul. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make them gonna call, call the charging foul. You're going to call the National Pickup Basketball Association the and N- ask them to address that? The NPBA. Whoever they are, yes. yes. All right, call in for a little Chris versus the fans. It's coming up next. Little trivia game that we like to play pretty much every day on the program, 833-288-0973. That's how you can call in. And if you win, you might qualify to win a trip to Las Vegas. It's coming up next on Gwen and Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 